Hello, welcome back to the Femcast Podcast. My name is Kia. And I'm Janaea. And we are here for all your queer. (laughs) (laughs) For all your queer what, girl? I don't know. We're here for it. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) So how you doing, Kia? I'm doing really good. Uh, Mm -hmm. The weather is breaking yeah um it's starting to get a lot sunnier earlier in the day and that just makes my little heart so happy i love the sun and you know you know i think that's just what i needed i needed some sun in my life so i'm here for that so little bright spots i love that so that's how i'm feeling today how are you i definitely feel that i am doing well today yeah same here i think that having the sun out a little longer and a little earlier um definitely makes an impact on like how we feeling but something is getting on my nerves bothering me oh no what's bothering you girl so you know i receive text messages from friends and friends of friends which is really cool Mm -hmm. who listen to the femcast who listen to the show and it makes my heart so warm and i always send them to kia Mm because you know that's kind of like ammunition like we love to do it just to do it yeah um but obviously those kind words mean a lot but then when you go on the Apple Podcast app, I uh-huh. don't see nothing. Uh-oh. I don't see nothing. So. Oh, no. I know. Look, see, we love you guys. And I will say this from my perspective. I am an introvert. When I'm watching something on YouTube or listening to a podcast or whatever, like, I'll think things in my head, but I won't, like, it's very hard or rare for me to comment. Mm. But I really had to rework my brain about that because i'm like if i'm enjoying this person's content like why am i not commenting like i get it not coming naturally because i'm the type of person that like when i comment on things Mm -hmm. or like if i comment and i don't really want to it feels kind of forced right but as an introvert i had to rework my mind so i'm like i like this person i like their content i want to support them I need to content. I need to comment. So yeah that's my thought press so if you have that same thought press as an as an introvert just think of it like that. Yeah. And these are three reasons why you should leave a review. Oh, she One, She got bullet points, y'all. I have bullet points <laughs> outlined, yes. One, you leaving a review gets us closer to doing weekly episodes. Yes. It's all about capacity, y'all. And so you leaving that review is going to help the little Apple podcast algorithm find us. And yes. that's important. Two, The main thing that I hear from folks is that, which we definitely relate to, is that, you know, you just want to have more queer shit to listen to, to watch, da 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 And these podcasts kind of, you know, help folks feel like they have a little bit of community, right? Yeah. I think that there are a lot of black women, black queer women, other queer women who need that. So when you leave a review, you're helping us reach more of them. Mm -hmm. And lastly... You're just supporting two black queer women, and that's important, okay? So yeah, just do it yeah. for us. Do it for us. Pretty, 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 pretty. Definitely do it for pretty, us. Pretty, please. Before we get into the episode, um, we want to shout out Nick. A shout out Nick. Mm. Um, our good friend Nick is raising money to take a, um, you know, an expensive-ass standardized test that's just be necessary. Oh, my God. The education system just pisses me off. Look. <laughs> a, scam. a scam but we do what we got to do um so visit the link in our instagram bio our like link tree link to um donate she's raising money for our test 
And also we want to shout out Otaje Abit, who is the director of New York Christmas Wedding, the movie we talked about last week. The he, movie I dragged. <laughs> the movie Kia dragged. Yeah. He um, reached out to us on Twitter and listened to the show. And so um, shout out to him. Shout out to him for obviously being a good sport and being able to take criticism because yes. that's a big part of yes. being a filmmaker. When I heard that, like the little social anxiety in me was like, oh, my God. What <laughs> What's he going to do, girl? <laughs> I don't know, girl. But I just felt to ways about it. And yeah. I, was like, Come on, I just want to reach out and say sorry. But you know what? Tell me I'm sorry. No, that's your opinion. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I feel like. I feel like filmmakers live off of reviews and they like, they need to hear the critique and they need to hear right. what people think about it. That's how you so get better. The fact that I can even sit here and review his artwork is uh, an amazing feat in itself. So For sure. And the last shout out is Takia because her birthday. Her birthday. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Y'all can't see the Pisces hair flips, season. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> shout yes. out to Pisces season. All the Pisces out there. Shout out to you. Yes. We're in abundance. Abundance. Uh, I will be turning 25, so on March 11th. So go ahead and send me birthday wishes. Y'all know what I want for my birthday? For you to leave a review. (laughs) Please look free. A free gift. (laughs) 99. All right. So what's up with queer news? Okay. First up in queer news is uh, i don't know if this is really news but kind of it is a series on hbo max called it's a sin um about the hiv aids epidemic in london is so good like it's so much fun it makes it heartbreaking because it's so much fun yeah um and then obviously the epidemic happens and folks start to lose people um so that's one thing i think that we should all be watching it i'm not seeing a lot of people talk about it um and I also wrote a review about it. If you want to find it, just go to my page um, because it's super, super good and mm-hmm. it's a lot. Anyway, secondly, Uzo Aduba is set to play a gay sheriff in the new TV drama Low Country. So that'll be fun. That's different. <laughs> That, That'll be that fun. That show is so crazy because I love sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like, I couldn't get into that show. What show? Low Country, right? That's it's already just- a show? It's Wait. already started? You know what? Maybe I'm thinking of Lovecraft Country. You thinking of Lovecraft Country? Okay, this well, is local. It's a whole Monday, new show. So good, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I was like sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a whole oh, different never show. Mind. Never mind. Um, we'll see what we'll see because it's kind of just like you know they love to make, um, I think like throw mask black women into like, mm. um, like police roles, law enforcement <laughs> roles. Yeah, you know. But honestly, Uzo Aduba is raw, so I feel like she probably is gonna kill it. I also want to shout out, um, next in queer news, is Brian Michael Smith. Um, he's the first black trans masculine series regular in television history. Oh. Um, he's in 911 Lone Star, uh, which is a Fox show. I don't really watch it, but I would see him on Queen Sugar. If you watch Queen Sugar, you've probably seen him. Mm. I think he was like a firefighter or something. Um, so super amazing. Next up is... Uh, Queer Love and Color is a book that is coming out. It may be out by the time this um, by the time this releases. Um, the book is by I believe his name is James. His tag name is um, Lost Black Boy on like everything. But anyway, his name is Jamal Jamal Jordan, and it's a super good. I mean, he basically like took a picture of queer couples in like a whole bunch of different places across mm-hmm. ages and like interview him. I met him actually when I was like interning at Vice in New York some years ago. Um, he was also at Vice. 
And um, now he's been at the New York Times for some years now. I think he's actually just leaving. But anyway, this is a raw book. And, like, I want it. Like, when he was actually touring and going to different cities, I was, like, sending the like his link to find couples to, like, friends <laughs> I know. Like, look, you should feel this out. You should see, you know, if you're interested. Like, you know. So I'm so excited to get it because I think Wait, he's is showing. Wait, so this is a photography book, right? So it's, like, pictures. Yeah, but stories. I believe it's going to have words, too. Probably, stories. like, some type of interviews like or something like that. Thing. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, that's just going to be so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Just like mm-hmm. showing couples across age ranges, across um, different of color ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Like that's going to be like, I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it now. Um, so get that book if you can. <laughs> uh, if you're a Drag Race fan, this is going to be important to you. If not, you're not going to care. Ross Matthews <laughs> announced he is engaged. Go Ross. He is so funny and extra. And that is it for Queer News. It's like the morning news. I feel like, like, like we should throw in a weather forecast. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Femcast, okay. <laughs> I love that. All right. So today we are talking about the movie The U.S. versus Billie Holiday. We are so excited to talk about this movie and review it because we are both Billie Holiday fans and she is, well, is a queer woman. So we are super excited. We saw this movie and we were like, we have to do an episode on this. Yeah. So, Jenea, what was your first, like, introduction to Billie Holiday? Um, My introduction was actually Kanye West's Strange Fruit. I think that came out in, like, maybe, like, 06, 07 or something. It was a long time ago. Obviously, didn't have nothing to do yeah. with, like, lynchings and what the song is. Actually, I was 2013. I said 06, 07. Anyway. Are you talking about Kanye West, Strange Fruit? Um, Blood on the Leaves. Oh, yeah, Blood on the Leaves, yeah. With right, Chief he Keef, sampled. That's, okay, why was that Well, no, that that's, not Chief Keef, that's not Chief Keef. No, 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 he did a feature on that, too. Oh, he did? It's a remix? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Blood on the Leaves sampled Strange Fruit. So, that's the first time I actually heard it and I actually listened to the song afterward because I was like, like this hitting like uh-huh. you know I, I could tell it was a sample yeah um and that's when i learned out like what it meant things like that i had a black music teacher growing up but i just and he actually played like in the band for um earth wind and fire and stuff he was great but like we still never learned i don't remember learning about billy holiday so that was my introduction like 2013 literally yeah um how about you okay but why was it the same the thing oh, is, uh, is that I feel like it's I, our generation. I feel like I knew who Billie Holiday was. I knew she was a black singer. I didn't know any of her music. Well, maybe I did. Didn't she do a couple Christmas songs? I'm, I'm not sure, girl. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But all I know mm-hmm. is that I knew who she was. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew she was a black singer in the 40s. But I really didn't know any of her work. And mm-hmm. then I listened to Blood on Leaves, Kanye West. Right. And then I went back and listened to the sample because right. y'all know Kanye West is like one of the greatest at sampling stuff. Yeah. And so every time I hear a great sample, I want to go back and find the original or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that is also how I came apart about, that's how I heard about the yeah. Billie Holiday. And so, um, yeah, that was my introduction to it. So her name like rung a bell in my head, right. but I didn't know any of her work. Got it. So shout out to Kanye West. We know he's probably he put honestly <laughs> putting a generation on. <laughs> he does. He really does. He put us. Yeah. He put us. I mean, you know, even though the song had nothing. I mean, it was about a breakup, but it's okay. I think it was done. The sample was done well. Great. Um. So what did you think of the movie? Uh. Well, what were the good things. What were yeah. The good yeah. Things yeah. Let's like talk about, about the pros. <laughs> so first of all, 
my husband, Trevante Rhodes, was in this movie. Mm-hmm. And if y'all have not seen Moonlight, I mean, you must be living under a rock. But he was the uh, lead main character in Moonlight. And I absolutely adore him. I think he is so fine. I think that he's so attractive. And I just think he's a really good actor so for me like it was so exciting to see him in this and you know his role wasn't a very favorable one Mm -hmm. but I did really like his acting I also liked um Andre Day's I think that's her name Andre 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 Day Day. yeah I loved her acting she did amazing she sings Rise Up if y'all don't know who she is I'm sorry to to diminish her to that one song but that's yes yeah yeah (laughs) but she did a great job in this movie she did amazing she killed it and I think the acting was like such a highlight in this movie. I mm-hmm. think they did a really good job. The characters, um, the script, not so much, but the the actors really brought a lot to it. <laughs> From what okay. they could do, they okay. did a really great job. Um, also, I really really liked that it was beautifully produced. I thought the pictures were amazing, and I thought that they actually really hit the time period pretty well like the right. 40s kind of like i you know time pieces are kind of like hard if, yeah but i think they hit that time piece as good as they could while still making it kind of modern mm-hmm. so i really really enjoyed that i thought the like the costumes was great i thought like the cinematography was great mm-hmm. um i thought it was beautifully produced nice so what do you think yeah same here i thought the cinematography was everything like it really put you in that time period and like you say it can be um it can be difficult mm-hmm. to adequately capture the time like i think about bessie i think that was a movie that um queen latifah yeah um played bessie smith and like it tried to get the time but it looks so beautiful and clear mm. that yes. it felt yeah. like okay you know but i feel like they did something to the quality or however they shot it yeah. was very much so like yeah. capturing the time definitely um i love that billy holiday like the way she was portrayed, um, given that it's the 40s, you would expect her to be, people expect her to be submissive and things like that. But, like, <laughs> yeah. no, she going to talk her shit. And like you say, Andre Day really, like, I think embodied her really well from yeah, what we do did. know about her. And her singing more, like, more more than Strange Fruit. Even, like, her just deciding to sing about more than love and men because that I think that was all that was expected. In the 40s, Of singers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, some shit. We could arguably say even now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. um, but definitely back then. And another one of my favorite things overall about the movie, I think what kept me really interested was I love that this uh, film was directed by Lee Daniels, who, um, like, created Empire and um, mm-hmm. Precious and things like that. Um, he put a lot of queer people on screen. Yeah. He's typically pretty, but this is a whole nother discussion, but I will say he's pretty <laughs> yeah. um, decent and really good about, I don't want to say decent. I think he's pretty good about doing it. If you compare him to other folks, um, Miss mm-hmm. Lawrence, if you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta or any reality show based in Atlanta, you likely to see Miss Lawrence. Um, I forget the name of his character, but he's like Andre Day's best friend. Yeah. Throughout the film, he did an amazing job. I didn't even know that he acted, but I believe that Lee Daniels actually put him on. Like, mm-hmm. this is his first real role, and Lee Daniels is actually, like, oh, he also had a show star on Fox some years ago, and it had, like, Queen Latifah. I um, mean, it had a whole bunch of new girls, and it got canceled, but, like, even in that show, he's really good about, um, he's really good about putting folks on, queer folks on. Like, in that show, he put on, if folks have heard of Amaya Scott, um, yeah, she's I love beautiful. Her. She's so yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, that was Star was her first 
like role because Lee Daniels saw it for her. So I appreciate how in his work, yeah. He finds queer people, like, you know, and, oh, he's a gay man, if y'all don't know. He mm-hmm. finds queer people and puts them in his shit. And I, like, think it's amazing because it's a literal yes. example of how yes. you don't have to go seeking out, you know, doing the most. Like, there's queer folks there's, yeah, everywhere. There's queer folks everywhere that you can use and put on and stuff like that. Right. So, yeah, so I that's that's agree. That's most, oh, and I also love seeing my white wife. Um, Natasha Leone, if y'all don't know, I'm talking about she from Russian Doll and mm, Orange is the yes. New Black. That's probably the only white woman you finna hear me say, like, fine as fuck. Wait, um, who? Natasha Leone, the, the redhead. You think she's fine? She is fine. <gasps> when she opened her mouth, I'd be, I'd be it's all the voice. in. Okay, I think so it's the voice. It's the voice. Because I, I was think like, she's cute too. You think she's ugly? I think she cute. Maybe, I mean, maybe not like in, in Russian Doll. If y'all have seen Russian Black, Doll or Orange is the New Black. They got her looking. Then they got her looking. In Russian up. Doll, they dressed the fuck out of that girl. Maybe she that's why I think she's pulling she out fits, boy. She was. She had fits for sure, for sure. Maybe that's why. Also, Evan Ross is this, is in this. If you watch ATL, mm-hmm. um, and that was like my first crush. Um, LOL. Next. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, what didn't you like about it? About this? Okay, uh, so what I did not like about it was that okay. I love Lee Daniels, but he is not without critique. And one thing that I will critique him is just the portrayal of black women. Sometimes I feel like his his portrayal of black women is sometimes always from like a negative lens. And I understand that Billie Holiday was supposed to be a character or a person. She was a person that was more kind of out there, kind of like rambunctious. Mm -hmm. But it's like I also didn't like how they kind of over sexualized her mm-hmm. and i just felt like that if andrea day gonna get naked like she should get naked for a reason <laughs> and there right. was like one scene where like her and then um the guy trevante rose's character were like having sex and i guess he like wanted to make love or something like that and it just like i don't know mm-hmm. it was just weird mm-hmm. and it, it just it just didn't hit like a lot of things in this movie did not hit for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's like such a trend with these movies where they want to take a stand, especially against the FBI. I don't know if you all have seen um, Judas and the Black Messiah, but there's like this trend now of like talking about like basically like the U.S. government and like prominent black folks. And I just feel like these movies are not hitting it for me. And I, I got I got I got tea. I just feel like it's not hitting it for me because I just feel like there was like a lack of character development, you mm-hmm. know? Like I didn't really felt like I knew Trevante Rhodes characters or any of the other characters. Like there was a focus on Billy and I get that, but like I didn't really feel like I knew her, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I just like you just could understand why like, she I made certain decisions. Yeah, like, like she was, was doing like... these things and mm-hmm. I didn't know why. Got or it. Or I didn't feel why yeah and then it's not the acting i just feel right like, like half the movie was focused on the song strange fruit which is pretty much what the movie is about which but, is about lynching at the time we didn't even talk about that yeah we, did. we, didn't, about, we didn't mention that yes yeah yeah the strange fruit is black bodies and it i just feel like it didn't hit for me and the fact that like we're talking about these things but it's like we're getting like micro insights into these pieces so like what is this movie about is it going to be about the strange fruit right. is it going to be about billy holiday is it about is it going to be about the war on drugs like it was just too much going on mm-hmm. and it was doing a lot but it wasn't saying anything for me got it yeah mm-hmm. yeah i can definitely see that i think like i say i was entertained by 
the actors and actresses that I knew. Like you said, Tarante <laughs> yeah. Rose, Leslie yeah. Jordan is in there. He's yeah. white, but I love Leslie Jordan. He's funny. The gays is in there. And I, I can definitely agree. Like I was entertained because it was just like a lot going on. It was a lot going on. But I don't feel that I walked away from it. I know more about Billie Holiday and her upbringing a bit, mm-hmm. but like I definitely don't feel like it was like a deep look into no, her. And also yeah. too, with these kind of movies, you always have to think about the fact that Certain situations may have happened, but overall, this is written by a person who was not there. Like, the literal conversations. You know what I'm saying? So, it's always in my head, like, what's true and what's not. And as far as, like, the FBI go and and the the bringing to light the government's role Mm -hmm. in a lot of black oppression, like, I appreciate it because we not, we don't, I can't recall a lot of films actually talking about that. And, like, one thing I did appreciate is I felt like even more than that, more than Chavante Rhodes, like the hotel, it's a scene where the hotel clerk has to, and he's black, has to tell Andre Day she has to go through the back mm-hmm. elevator and can't go through the front because she's black, right? And he kept putting like black people in compromising positions. Mm-hmm. And I, not to say that I like that, but that was a reality, right? And it makes you think. Yeah. But like you say, it's just kind of like, was, um, was anything actually carried like all the way through and i also would have liked to see more context of the lynchings at the time yeah it was like we were thrown in so the fbi just doesn't like i just doesn't like because she was thinking about this she was singing about the things that these people were doing and she was bringing it to light and they wanted to stop that but like i want like you said i want context right i want if you're going to do a time piece like i want to know why i want to go into the time period and i get that you know this is a biopic so they're not going to focus on anything outside of billy but like we would need to know that context, context of why right. she even started singing about this about in the, the first place. place. Right. Yeah. And it's like, they're right to assume that we know something, but I think it could have been a stronger movie if we were shown mm-hmm. more of the context of lynching. Because it just felt like, okay. And then too, I'm like, how do they know that she uses heroin? Like, I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the one that I cannot piece together. Like, how did they know mm-hmm. that she even used heroin? Like, that, that didn't connect for me. Uh, and then lastly, I wanted to know where the fuck was the queerness? Now, <laughs> yeah, the this I don't even want to say that like the I feel like the studio or the marketing around this movie highlighted her being bi a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely feel like from people just a lot of the conversation, everybody's like a bi black woman, a bi black woman, yeah, and in the film, Latasha Leone's character is a person she's someone messing around with. We don't see any of that, and I get you want to be respectful because. You know, um, Billie Holiday has passed away now. And mm-hmm. it's like you have to be careful, you know, portraying somebody's, like, sexuality and what that was and things like that. It was brought up, but I just felt like... Like, the reason why I was like, yo, like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta talk about this movie is because people kept framing it as, like, Billie Holiday, <laughs> yeah. a bisexual. And I'm thinking we're gonna see some heavy queer content in some way or another. And we really didn't. Like, I was yeah. watching it, and it was just, like, that was, like, the least, like, of the focus, I feel like. Which is fine if, you know, it don't make her any less bi. Right. But it's just at the same time, like, okay, you promoting it like this because you know the gays be, like, looking. Well, for... I also think that they just, they was hidden too. It was, like, so many themes were in the pot. On. They were just trying to make something taste right. Like they mm, was just that's trying, a good way to put it. You, you know, there was just too much going on. Yeah. And like I'm saying, like they were like with the heroin stuff, like 
there was an epidemic. There was like a war right. on drugs at that time. Like and like the the topic of like you know Billy and you know what she was doing, what she was going through. It was just a lot of like hot topics in one Starting. pot. Yeah, and I'm like they couldn't find what to focus on. And that's that's all I wanted. I just wanted them to fight, to see something all the way through. through. Like mm-hmm. either whatever whatever it was, I wanted to see that. Yeah. So I think it's it just think it was a lot and i also understand that too because these people in history are like multi-layered they're complex individuals like we are like Mm -hmm. we're not just one thing and so i can understand there being a lot going on in the script department Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um i just wanted to see something all the way through like i wanted to see some a stand on something so what 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 was the conversation are, are we talking about the lynching are we talking about that part in the timepiece are we talking about billy holiday's like drug abuse like are right. we talking about you know their sexuality like what are we, we talking, talking about, about and what yeah. are we saying yeah and i think it makes it even rougher because andre Day killed that fucking role she, though. And I so it's like so you oh wish you could have yeah. but i mean good for, i mean she won best actress on the motion pictures for a drama at the good golden globe yeah so that's amazing like i'm glad that she still kind of got her she did what she needed like she yeah, she acted yeah, yeah, the yeah. fuck out of what they gave her so good for her but like yeah that makes it even worse because it's like oh we know she could have killed however y'all and they had this. like a powerhouse ass cast yeah they had a lot of strong black people up in this cast so yeah. i wish they would have gave them more of you know mm-hmm. i wish it just wasn't so one-dimensional i guess yeah yeah i definitely agree this is very this is very and it's no shade to lee daniels but like how you spoke about the once the just feeling like you're not seeing we didn't see her in a like what's the word not dimensional but um like a layered a light layered kind light, of yeah. like we just see her in one way and again i think that goes to that conversation of like black men portraying queer black men women, black yeah. queer men portraying like queer women or folks outside of the their direct experience and i think it's possible to do it well because we're in community with each other i say it all the time like yeah. they're not we have different ideas that identities that da, 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 but we are in community with each other mm-hmm. so i feel like too um you know that is why this becomes a problem, but it's just like it can be done well. I think about this book Honey Pot that I love, and it was written by E. Patrick Johnson, mm-hmm. and like it's about Southern Black queer women. And he's a Southern Black queer man, but like it's done so well. Yeah. So I feel like I try not to hold out hope. Like you shouldn't do it. I think it's possible. Yeah. But in this case, it was just not you know great. So what would you? What would you? What would you? What would you rate the film? I would give it a seven out of ten, mm-hmm. and that's that's very generous. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it. Was, I think that for what it was, and for what it was talking about in all of the you know themes in the pot, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't a bad film. Yeah. It wasn't. It was put together a bit rough, and it needed some you know fine tuning. It needed some direction, but overall, yeah. I'm just. You were entertained. Were you entertained? I, were, I, were, I was entertained. Yeah. But I hate to I hate to keep saying, like, I'm just grateful for, like, this. I'm just grateful for, you know, black queer women being, you know, right. having movies. Because at, at what point are we going to stop taking, like, you know, just the whatever fucking we can crumbs. get? The crumbs. The crumbs. I believe, yeah. I, I believe in that. And that applies to many areas yeah. of life. And it's just, like, 
no, I'm tired of just being grateful. Like just we actually grateful. deserve more. I'm tired more. of saying that. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm tired of just be, like you just said, yeah. taking the crumbs, like just saying, oh, this was great for what it was because of blah, blah, right. blah, blah. I'm not doing that anymore. Y'all are going to get some heavy critique and reviews mm-hmm. from Kia. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Period. So, yeah. Anyways, I would give it a seven out of ten because I, I'm just happy that we are having these conversations about yeah, and amazing even, people. Right. It's also Women's History Month, you guys. It's the yeah, yeah. March is it's, Women's mm-hmm. History Month. Women's yeah. So Month. that's just an amazing segue. You know, it's like an amazing thing to watch and to you know this month. Yeah. And to celebrate black women because it was also Black History Month last month. So we're getting like intersectional here. I love yeah. it. So, yeah. And it's like you wonder, hmm, well it seems clear she was appreciated by her community, but not mm-hmm. but it's just like, you know, did she really, really for real get her flowers like mm-hmm. in that day? Oh, um, we know they those she didn't. yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would give it actually the same exact rating. Um I was entertained the whole way through. When it got to the end, I wasn't bored. I appreciated the information about like how she passed away and like lynch the lynching act. That's the Emmett Till lynch act that still ain't passed and all these different things. Like I appreciated appreciated how they concluded it and I was entertained through it. But like right. you say, whereas the whereas the needle ain't going all the way through. Yeah, yeah. So you know, fingers crossed for we just gotta get more black queer folks up in this um film industry yeah and they're there i just think that we just need them to like have the opportunity to tell stories and to really have the finances and the time to curate some pieces support that is seen to the end you know what i'm saying like the script the production like Mm -hmm. all of it is there like i feel like we've got some really great people in the works so yeah. I, w- I would hate to say like oh there's nobody there waiting for us because I would I would hate to disregard the the black writers in the writers room like they're there I don't they say they're not there the, yeah know. but I still don't think there's enough no, like no, no. Oh, truly like I'm as somebody who's working my way into that space there are not a lot but there is a dire need for all these damn programs mm-hmm. to filter in yeah like people of fucking color like there are so many programs to filter in people of color in the film industry. Because it's so desperate. I mean, as far as like as far as TV goes, right? It's still like eighty something percent white. Like TV mm-hmm. writers, like I ain't saying they ain't there, but it's still a gigantic gap of like how many of us should be up in there. Exactly. So, yeah, appreciate the folks who doing the work though, you know, and the folks who was trying to get more people of color in the industry so we can get varied stories. Yes, for sure. Ooh. Yeah. And so. <laughs> nah, girl, you go. <laughs> you wouldn't. Oh, let's... any parting words on the film? No. Um, no. Mm-hmm. Farewell. Thanks, <laughs> Billy Holiday. Thank you, Billy Holiday. All right, we still really appreciate right. it. We still appreciate you. Cause, yeah. We are gonna close out the show with a that's homophobic. Yes. All right, so my that's homophobic this week is 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 not something that's it's actually from a show. So it's from Grownish for the folks who watch Grownish. It's the spinoff, one of the spinoffs of Blackish, and they had I can confidently say that they did a very great job discussing the topic of men experimenting um, with their sexuality. 
long story short, there's a character, Vivek, mm-hmm. who is, I believe, Arab. And um, he has a threesome. Like, he's he's off a of Molly or something. He off some type of drug. He had drug dealer on campus. And he has a threesome with his girlfriend and another dude. His other friends, other roommates, two other main characters in the show are two black men. Okay. And they assumed that it was another girl. And he, like, casually reveals that it's another dude. Like, and they kind of, like, lose their shit and start, they instantly call him bisexual. Instantly. And he was like, oh, wait, like, I'm not bi. And he was like, yeah, I didn't really like it. Like, he was like, it was fun as a whole, but, like, I didn't enjoy, like, kissing him. Like, I didn't like it. So, like. And they were just like, no, well, you did it. And, like, it was really, it was so, cr- like, it was, it's just that shit that's making us mad. And it just was, like, yeah. so cringy hearing him say it. But it's it's what, it's what niggas be saying. Like, it's very believable. And it was just like, oh, this is so terrible. And there's another character on the show, Nomi, yeah. who's um, a bisexual uh, woman. Uh-huh. And she did she did a great job of like breaking down why them like labeling somebody else's sexuality and not taking his word for it that he didn't like it right and like making assumptions like why it's not right and so i don't want to reveal it in case anybody wants to watch it yeah um but it was so so good that shit was homophobic yeah but it was wrapped (laughs) up like really well so and why is why is it that when it's a man like we just we we know what I'm about to say but why is it that when it's a man who's doing these things like why is it all of a sudden oh he gay but like two women and a man it's like y'all don't question the woman's sexuality right or like if y'all do it's not in a negative light so that is just like the and most that's annoying again, thing yeah. ever to me. And it, it's it's them censoring sex around the men, yeah, and their pleasure. That's and truly who was it. to say he even touched? Like, say for instance, like mm-hmm. the guy didn't even tell his friends that he did anything with a man. You can have sex with a threesome with you know two mm-hmm. men and a woman, mm-hmm. and the men not do shit to each other. Like right. y'all know that, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, why is it even like? Oh, that is so that stupid. fragile BS. But they did a great job. It was yeah. like. I, yeah, I don't remember, but no, they did a great job of like explaining why that's some bullshit. And if any straight niggas is listening, please watch that. I want to <laughs> yeah. assume how you act, but watch it. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But what it well, it kind of happened also like in Insecure, right? It did, yeah. to me, it did a much better job than Insecure. Right. So if y'all ever I didn't like the way Insecure Issa raised um, Insecure on HBO. Something similar happened where, like, a guy, um, him and Molly were kind of, like, going at it. And while they're going at it, the guy kind of revealed that he, like, kissed a man before at one point. And, like, Molly... I think he had sex. Oh, he had sex with I man? feel like he had sex. I thought he... I feel confident. I, I don't think they had sex. I think the guy, like, either kissed or, like, he gave him, like, a blowjob or something. Or something like that. Okay. Yeah. All Girl, of that's a, sex. So, yeah. But, so, yeah. all of a sudden, Molly, like got weirded out about it and she was like well i can't i can't i can't and y'all know how molly is she's really out of every show i've ever watched i hate like that's the the one character i hate molly like she is so toxic uh and she don't even realize it that's how i be sometimes yeah but yeah so anyways she like ruined her shot with the guy and it ended the guy ended up being a really good guy and she basically like ruined her whole and the, the, the way they resolved that was like a later episode they're at a festival or something and he's with another girl yeah and i did not i felt like Issa definitely was like well girl maybe like believe what he said that yeah he that's just what she Issa was definitely or like that. 
my first thing is it's not wrong what they did, but I want to see a situation where the nigga actually is bi and yeah. these women get over their bullshit because yeah. straight women, that's the thing. Straight women act like they won't date bisexual men. Yeah. Which kind of forces bisexual men to like not really reveal that shit because it's just kind of like you're not going to believe them. Yeah. Um, but I did not like that. Like, it, okay, Issa was kind of trying to speak sense into Molly, but the way it was resolved was like he was with another woman. Like, I didn't feel, um, how am I trying to say? Like, I don't know. I needed somebody to tell Molly, like, but who could tell Molly anything? But who I really needed Molly somebody anything. to tell Molly, like, hey, yeah. let's break this shit down, you know? So I like the way that they're grown ish. Maybe too, because they're younger yeah. in a college setting. I'm like, let's please catch them young. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, for uh, sure. They did a great yeah. job with that. You know, we, Issa is a, not Issa, Molly is a whole nother episode. You know, this whole That's topic right. is like a shit. whole nother yeah. episode. Literally. Literally. Well, that's our episode. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Leave a review. We love y'all. And follow us on Twitter at FemcastPodCST. Follow us on Instagram at FemcastPodcast. And let us know what you thought of the movie if you watched it. <laughs>